Welcome back to another special Ask the Expert episode of Mother Tongues, where we let kids ask all the questions they have about language, because so much of it feels like a mystery. Like, how come all languages don't work in the same way? You deserve answers, so let's go. Hi, my name is Kevin and I speak English. Why do languages mix and what is patria? So, languages mix when people mix. So, if a big group of people move to a new place, they'll usually bring their language with them. And if they're there for a really long time, uh, sometimes these languages can mix and they'll create maybe a new language. Um, especially if... For example, the, the two groups of people can't speak each other's language. That's usually when the languages begin to mix, because they'll try and sort of create a new language that everyone can understand. And it usually has bits and pieces from each language. So these languages uh, are sometimes called pidgins, or creoles, or sometimes patois. Sometimes they might have the words from one language in the area, and maybe the grammar or the sounds of another language in the area. My name's Rosanna. What's a dialect? The main definition of a dialect is it's sort of like two versions of the same language. So usually they'll be part of the same language, they'll sound a little bit different, but if you can speak one, you can probably understand the other. One example might be in England and Ireland, we call the, the chopped up pieces of potato that we eat with the burger chips, but in America they call them fries. You know, it's a different word, but we can kind of understand it in a sentence. But there's all sorts of dialects of English, and sometimes they're even all like within one country as well. I'm Mia, and I speak English and Irish. How do languages get invented? Yeah, it's a really good question. There are quite a few different ways that languages are made, but often they come from people moving and mixing all throughout history. So, for example, um, the Romans, a couple of thousand years ago, they spoke a language called Latin, and they lived all over Europe. And then over time, the people speaking Latin in France, they changed the language into what we know as French. And the people who were speaking Latin in Spain changed the language a bit differently. And that became what we know as Spanish today. And this happened over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So it was a very slow change. The most important thing for making a language is people. So when a language is spoken by a big group of people, it usually starts to develop and to change a little bit. So perhaps they might add some new words to describe a new invention, or they might begin to say things with a particular accent. And then when these people have children, they teach their children the slightly changed language and so on and so on and so on. So the languages we speak are changing now, but it's usually a bit too slow for us to notice. Why are there so many different alphabets? Usually it's because way back in the past, different cultures and different communities came up with their own system to write down their languages. And these different systems are still used in these cultures today. So there's no particular system that's the best way of, of writing down language. It just happens that someone decided we'd do it this way and that's what we kept on doing. In Russian there isn't a huh sound. So there's no Harry Potter, there's Gary Potter. My name is Alamir, uh, I speak Arabic. What's to stop me making up my own language? So basically there's nothing to stop you from making up your own language. But I think the important thing is if you do make up your own language, you're going to have to be able to teach it to some other people because there's, there's not much point having a language if you've got no one to speak it with. Does everyone in the world read from left to right? So it's definitely true that in English we read from left to right and in Arabic it's from right to left. And I think there are some languages that go from top to bottom. 
as well. And I have to say, I don't really know why that is, uh, but it's a bit like the alphabets. It tends to be they just started doing it in that way. And, and that's why we keep going like that today. Um, and again, yeah, it just shows there's no one correct way to do it. It's, it may have been just as likely that English could have started off going from, from right to left and we would still be doing that today. Hello, my name is Alex and I speak Polish. My question is, what is the uh, hardest language to learn? It's not quite opinion, but it depends on what language you speak already. Usually it's easiest to learn a language that's in the same family as your language or, or closely related in some way. That's why it can be a little easier for people who speak English to learn some European languages. Whereas, for example, English people or people who speak English as a first language can find it very difficult to learn languages like Mandarin Chinese because they work very, very differently. But having said that, it's not impossible to do that because there is there's millions and millions of people in the world who can speak Mandarin Chinese and English. Uh, so it's always possible, but some are definitely harder than others. Mother Tongues is produced by families and teachers alongside the RTE Junior Radio Team. If you'd like to share your story with us, email junior at rte.ie. To find out more about discussing languages and culture, at home or in the classroom, simply visit mothertongues.ie.